Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Soila Perez. And I'm Vero Valletti Flores. And we are two Latinx friends. With wildly different music tastes. And each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists we love. And this week we've got a really fun theme for you. Radio Perrea. <laughs> That's right, y'all. We kind of came up with this theme because, A, we love reggaeton. Mm -hmm. And... Pérez, I feel like you came up with this, yeah. right? Yeah. A, reggaeton. B, puns. Is this a pun? It's sort of a pun on our name, right? <laughs> a play on our Maybe. name. Maybe. A play on our name. A play on our name. Um, yeah, it was my idea. It just came from... I mean, we could have called ourselves Radio Perrea instead of Radio Menea. <laughs> but then it, we should have focused on reggaeton all the time, which is not. It would have limited <laughs> us a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Although most people, pero, I think, don't even know what our name means, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, pero I do have to say that we do have a listener that um, amazingly was like, oh my God, you all should do a uh, an episode for the Chinese Lunar, uh, for the oh, Lunar New Year. And is for it the year, year of the, the dog? Because <laughs> like, this next upcoming year is well, going to hey. be the year of the dog. Wow. <laughs> so shout out to Alonso, just saying... Uh, that's I'm, I'm, I'm just going to give you a shout out to that idea too. Yeah, but right? then I would have so, wanted to try to find like the... Chinese Latin American immigrants making music or something, you know? Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm sure yes. they exist, but I don't I don't know any folks off the top of my head, so Yeah, like, same. I know there's they're... a huge Chinese community in Venezuela. It's it grew in... a lot after I left, but yeah. it was always there. Yeah. In Cuba too. I mean I think most folks left in the sixties, but yeah, like Chino Cubano is definitely a thing and there's a whole cuisine mm -hmm. that's based on the merge of the two. Um so I'm sure there's music, but Yeah, yeah. Well, well happy, new happy year Lunar New Year to anybody. It's in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, it's yeah. coming up. I think it's in February. Yeah. Well, well, um, well tell and yeah, us and about shout out Alonso. Yeah, thank you, Alonso. Tell us about the song we opened with. So this one isn't exactly like, a, you know, when you think perreo, you think reggaeton. Yeah. But I just had to include this song because this song, I just couldn't resist. For me, this song is a classic. <laughs> Right. I remember being at my abuela's house practicing everywhere I could. This is El Baile del Perrito by Wilfrido Vargas. And I would be either in the room alone in front of the mirror or like with my primas. <laughs> I just wanted to get it like the ladies right. on Sábado Sensacional. Right. That's what I right. To look like. Do you think El Baile del Perrito is like kind of like twerking? 
it really kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. It really kind of is. I mean, this is a merengue. This yeah. song obviously is a merengue, but El Baile del Perrito has quite a strong resemblance yeah. to Perreo. Right. You know, it's like right. a, it's kind of like a solo Perreo. I feel like Perreo is like a couple dance, right? Like you like Perreo, Perreo con alguien, right? right? I mean, like, it's doggy style, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how that you would say it in English, like. Doggy Which style it makes dancing. sense with like perreo, pero el baile del perrito is just like by yourself and you're just like doing right. like a little little twerk. It's a little sillier, is, right? It's a little sillier. It's a little sillier. It's like yeah. the, the sillier cousin. Yeah. The sillier younger cousin of twerking of, or something. Of twerking and perreo. But twerking also happens solo. So it's different than perreo. Because perreo is like, exactly. you know, you're dancing up on somebody, right? Like you're simulating. Right. You're simulating something on the dance floor. Yeah, that's right. Well, so <laughs> anyway, I don't know how sweet little pup babes got the reputation for this kind well, of dirty dancing. Well, we know how. But here we are. We know how. <laughs> well, <laughs> they have sex no, in that we way. We do know how. We do know how. You know <laughs> we what, do know how. You know what Tanya pointed out to me? I was telling her about this episode um, that we haven't talked about our dogs really on the show. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about our dogs on the show. I lock her out of the room when I'm doing well, this yeah. because she's loud and annoying. Obviously. Yours is a little needier than mine. <laughs> mine is a little more like independent, I think. She kind of yeah. just does her thing. Well, Frida yeah, we both... to be in the same room as me at all times. We both have sweet rescue pups who are pit mixes. Yeah. Shout out little rescue pit yeah. pups. Those is... Frida and mine is Mona. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Maybe we should Amazing. share photos on social of our dogs. Oh yeah. We've That's never a done great that either. Idea. Another thing that Tanya, shout out to Tanya. I don't think listens this up this show, but she pointed out. She's like, I don't think you've shared any pictures of Mona. Tanya and I co-parent this dog, so I don't think you've shared any pictures of Mona on, on the Riley Minea Instagram. And I was like, you know, oh, we haven't. My God. So all right. Well, this is the episode. <laughs> all right. This is the exactly. Episode. Exactly. And we have. A- El baile del perrito. We can dedicate exactly. it to mm-hmm. Mona and Frida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for those of y'all who aren't familiar with Frida Vargas, he's Dominican and uh, began his career in the 70s, at, but was really, really big in the 90s, which is mm. when I was watching him on Sábado Sensacional. It's like amazing, very pink and very art deco set design that I thought was so fancy when yes. I was a kid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's a Dominican singer and band leader and trumpet player and composer. Um, and one of the things that I learned recently about him is uh, that Wilfrido Vargas's band was the first ever to have a song with the elements of like mid and rap, mid and house, mm. um, which I found out while writing a really fun piece for Remezcla, looking back on mid and house, which is like, in my opinion, some of the most lit body music ever. <laughs> I am an unreasonable fanatic for Midding House, Mid and Rap. Like, Proyecto Uno is my fave. Brought any of that? Yeah, you brought Proyecto Uno. Oh, that yeah, was yeah, Tiburon, right? I think that was when Definitely. we talked about... I think that was when we talked about Alberto de Perito was when you brought Tiburon. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. So their song, El Jardinero. So, well, the first song to really incorporate uh, Men and Rap was El Jardinero by Jorge Gomez and, and like, Wilfrido Vargas's band. Mm-hmm. So that's... Um, I was really excited to learn a new thing about Wilfrido Vargas and sort of dig into that history. We can link that piece on our show notes. 
But this song in particular, Vale Perrito, really was everything to me. And mm. I I was really um I was really excited to bring it for this episode. Yeah. I'm glad you did. <laughs> I was trying to think about whether you can have perreo that's not reggaeton. Is it really like a reggaeton exclusive kind of type of dancing? I mean, you definitely can. You can grind to whatever the F you want to. Right. Real. But yeah, most of the mixes that are Perreo focused our reggaeton, and most of the music we brought is reggaeton. So what is your next song? Yeah, so this first one is just such a classic for me in this category. Um, it's called Ahora Es, and it's by Wisin y Yandel. Anoche, anoche soñé contigo, soñaba que te besaba, y que te For me, Perreo's the song has barely begun. Like you've just heard a couple of bars, and you are like already dropping it low and ready to go. You know, like that's the that's kind of what I think of when I think of Perreo. And this song is just I mean, the song is actually even about that. It's from 2007, and the line. Yes. I mean, is there anything? For people don't speak, miedo, yeah. For people don't speak Spanish, it's like, okay, go for it. I don't know, give it without fear until you break the floor, basically. Um, so this song is just such a classic. Did you recognize it, Vero? Yeah, I know okay. that song. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of songs like this that that I kind of from my musical past and taste, but this is the only one that I could find that we haven't brought yet that gives me that like, oh my God, all right, let's go kind of feeling. And there's definitely been a number of moments on the dance floor with this one. Um, like I said, it's from 2007. And we brought these two before at least a couple of times. So they are um, kind of favorites of mine in this podcast, but um, yeah, they're Puerto Rican. Sure. Yeah, totally. Puerto Rican reggaetoneros, and they are both kind of doing their own solo thing these days but I think some of their old stuff is just so classic and I don't know I love that feeling I love that feeling of being on the dance floor and then hearing the first few bars and being like yes <laughs> this song <laughs> it's a really great feeling and then going forward and I have to say I am a big fan of the solo perreo even in in this context like you know it's it's definitely fun if you've got someone to dance up on but I feel like you can get down really well and really hard on your own stuff like absolutely that. just feeling yourself and we support all configurations of perreo on this <laughs> podcast as long as they're consensual as long as they're consensual absolutely I've unfortunately had that experience not too long ago where somebody like danced up on me non-consensually and it's just so awkward it's, oh, especially it's if, very awkward. if they're like in the front really you know and they're kind of like grinding up on you and i'm like ugh. 
I had that experience oh, not too long ago. I remember I used ago. to go to these like ridiculous 16 plus club nights when I was in Wow. <laughs> wow. And that was basically all that shit was. Because why would anybody that's not 16 show up to a 16 plus night at the club? So it was a lot of to be a creep, non-consensual grinding. Yeah, mine yeah. was not. Mine was not that bad. It was someone that I had been flirting with, but then I was like, I talked to them more, and then I was like, Ooh, nah, I actually don't want to flirt with you. But now we're at the dance party, and you just keep like coming back and sort mm. of like. And then if the person's like in front of you, it's kind of hard. I mean, you, I guess you literally can just like walk away, but it's <laughs> awkward. And I'm like, I'm too nice sometimes. So then I was like half-heartedly dancing with this i mean it wasn't perreo unfortunately because this dj okay i have to complain for a second all right this dj this is at a conference it was mostly people of color the dj was playing like hip-hop and whatever but there's like a good number of latino folks so i saw people going and requesting stuff and i'm like i know you were on the same page here i know what you're requesting so they were requesting reggaeton and the dude plays reggae and i'm like reggae and reggaeton are two totally different things like get on it so then I think people were still asking for like Latin stuff and he played Shakira hips don't lie. And I was like, come on. Like you clearly oh. don't know this genre at all. And I just feel like as a DJ, it's your responsibility to know a diversity of music. And this was in Chicago That's of all places. Absolutely true. You and then, know better. yeah. And then he played fucking Despacito and I was like, come on are you googling like latin songs like what <laughs> like seriously <laughs> it was so disappointing oh and then best moment ever um this it would was be like, better if you just played gasolina <laughs> i mean he, you don't even know like you don't he didn't even know enough to know that that was a song i guess and then this conference was very queer and he tries to start a soul train line He's like prompting a soul train line. He's like, ladies on one side, guys on the other. And literally oh everyone is like, God, no, so like people, awkward. literally there's like a protest <laughs> no. in the middle of this dance party. And everyone's like, no, 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 dude, no, dude. And he's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was just trying to even it out or whatever. It was bad. Anyway, oh, complaining about this DJ. So awkward. So shout out to consensual perreo. <laughs> <laughs> and to Aures. I mean... Speaking of consent, this yeah. next song I that know. I have for y'all transition. is hands down the best song about consent yeah. ever so good. in my book. So good. This song is called Quiero Bailar and it's by... Agarren a su pareja con la cintura y prepárense. Porque lo que viene no está fácil, no está fácil, no. Yo quiero bailar, tú quieres sudar y pegarte a mí el cuerpo rosado. Yo te digo si sí, tú me puedes provocar, eso no quiere decir que pa' la cama voy. Quiero bailar, tú quieres sudar y pegarte a mí el cuerpo rosado. Yo te digo si sí, tú me puedes provocar, eso no quiere decir que pa' la cama voy. Lo que yo quiero es besarte, papi, tú lo juro, te me acercas si late en mi corazón. Si lo que quieres pegarte, yo no tengo problema en acercarme y bailarte este reggaetón. Que sudar, que bailemos al ritmo del tra, que me haga fuerte suspirar, suspirar. Pero pa' la cama digo mira na na na, porque yo soy la que mando, soy la que decide cuando vamos al mambo y tú lo sabes. El ritmo me está llevando, mientras más te pega más te voy azotando y eso está bien. A mí no me importa lo que muchos digan, si muevo mi cintura de abajo para arriba, si soy de barrio o tal vez soy una chica fina, si en la discoteca te me pegas y te 
de anima sabe que los dos tengamos que sudar a sudar que bailemos al ritmo del tra tra que me haga fuerte suspirar another one those first bars start and i'm like ready ready yes he's like señores y señoras uh, <laughs> bienvenidos al party i mean so ready the queen the legend i know Evie. oh my god uh, so much love what her nails are so about this mujer her, I just have to say her nail style is so in right now. I mean, she was a pioneer. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, know Cardi B is helping. She is. That. I mean, since forever, black and brown communities have been pioneers of fashion. True. The nail art yep. trend is just one of many. True. But this mujer, she's just única, right? She's... Oh, I, I just I just love her so much. She's such a legend. I can't stress that enough. And... On this song specifically, this is my favorite Evie Queen song, and on, because on this song specifically, she's talking about how she might dance dirty with you, she might do some perreo, yeah. but that, because she consents to perreo, doesn't mean that she consents to anything mm. else, right? Like, her consent stops here. Yo te digo si tú me puedes provocar. Eso yeah. no quiere decir que para la cama voy. You yeah. know, like, it's so empowering this song she's literally like yo soy la que mando yo soy la que decide cuando vamos yeah. al mambo y tú lo sabes yeah so yeah. fuck out of here i yeah. am the person who gets to make decisions about my yeah. body here and it's and so amazing dancing does not mean consent to sex sometimes it's a precursor to sex but not always no not necessarily and here she's talking to that she's like you know like i'll let you know if you can do that later, but it doesn't mean anything that I'm dancing with you right now. Yeah. This is why I'm part of the like team no games. Cause I think it's that kind of shit where you're like playing games and being coy, where it seems like consent is not cool. Like to just straight up ask somebody what they want. But I'm like, oh, fuck games. No. Fuck yeah, games. It's like, so, you know, this is so important right now, particularly, I think yeah. because especially with some of the conversations that have been going around consent lately. This right. song feels really important. Just like watching this whole Aziz and Sorry shit show go down has made me feel just really sad. Yeah. Really sad for what people believe is possible and like just how it just seems that people really fundamentally depend, like people really depend on this fundamentally and just criminal code of like what's rape and what's not rape and what's the crime and what isn't a crime to determine what's harmful. Yeah. And it's just like spoiler alert, y'all, you can harm someone without breaking any laws, you know, yeah. <laughs> without yeah. committing a crime. And without necessarily <laughs> intent to harm. I mean, you know, it's hard yeah, to decipher this to scenario, harm, right? but yeah. But so, and then, so it's just really sad to see that people are so super focused on like what that is. And then also that especially, I'm especially scared for straight people, y'all. Some of our straight listeners, I'm scared for y'all because it seems like so many people and it particularly straight folks just cannot imagine a world in which it's possible that people's boundaries aren't crossed just as a matter of course. Right. And I am right. just like wilding out well, reading that's what like people the have game to say shit. about it. That's like the game shit. Like you think no means something else. And you know, like it's like there's this culture around um 
pursuing, you know, men have to pursue women in a particular way and it's a chase and yada yada, you know, like playing hard to and get. The and the same shit happens in like homonormative yeah, it's shit not just too, right? Where there's people. like, oh, the more masculine person is supposed to do this uh-huh. and the more femme person is supposed to do that and it's Don't, just I know it. a yeah. crock of shit. No, I know, I know. I hate that. And like, I'm somebody who's like, I've given myself a lot of shit for not being good at, quote, making the first move. But I think what I've realized is just like, I'm somebody who needs like very clear signals from someone else that they're interested. And if they're just like waiting for me to make that, all that happen, that's like, there's a middle ground there. That's not fair. That's not not fair. fair. No, it's not fair. And it's not like, I don't find that intriguing, you know, like I'm not into that. Like I'm not trying to chase somebody down. I don't find it sexy either. No, it's like, what's sexy is people are always saying that uh, people, there's like, you know, random internet people that are always talking about how enthusiastic consent would be like breaking up the mood. It's like, what's the mood being a telepath? Is your mood being a mind reader? Playing hard to get. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't understand. Like my boo went to Antioch College and <laughs> right. on at like right. Antioch College got made fun of in the nineties for their consent. really intense consent policy, which is a perfect consent policy, which is like you're supposed to get consent for every step, like every step of the way, right? And so I swear to God, Vita's like, Can I hold your hand? You know, like mm-hmm. she's like mm-hmm. and like every step of the way. And it's it I don't find it cumbersome in any way. I actually really enjoy it. It's yeah. perfect. It's but not, and that, it's really yeah. just not that deep. But here's the thing that it's been really hard for me watching all this me too stuff is that I feel like there's so little conversation about what do you do with people who've done harm? Like, it seems like totally. the, the mob mentality is like, throw them off the boat, you know, like exile them. Like they never yes, work again. So, no one so hires them. Hard. And like, that's not, that's not the solution. Like that's not the solution. I mean, the there's solution. so much carceral thinking. Again, this is like this dependence on like a fundamentally unjust criminal system that we have right. in this country. We only know punishment. Right. We don't know anything right. about restorative justice or what it means to repair harm and yeah. what it means to actually have accountability in a way that doesn't create more harm for everybody. Right. Like we think that extreme consequences for bad behavior is going to stop the bad behavior. And like, we know that does not work. And no, absolutely not. And it's like, it's proven to not work. Not work. When I was 19, I thought I invented prison abolition because I wrote a paper and I figured out that punishment didn't work. (laughs) I know. Right. Not, no, it's not new, but that's kind of how this whole mentality is. Is like, Oh, if men are like Aziz Ansari or whoever Weinstein or, or men in power are afraid of getting called out, then they're not going to do these things. And I'm like, that's not, there should be consequences for actions, especially like serial abusers. But I, I don't, I mean, I'm just, I really am frightened by the kind of mob mentality behind it and the, the real, the feeling of like the people aren't looking for any, any actions other than just like exiling people from public life. Yeah. Yeah. Would you want your worst moments? It's really a lack of imagination. And like, would you want your worst moments like sort of litigated in the public sphere in that way? Like, I just think that's really complicated and... I understand, like, I'm not against the Me Too movement. Like, I understand the power of people coming forward, especially against these, like, serial abusers who, like, never get called out. But then when we start getting to kind of day-to-day situations or these gray situations or things, I mean, we've seen it in the movement spaces, too, where people are kind of, like, litigating their relationships 
and like things like emotional abuse, which is really complicated in the like public sphere. I'm like, what are we trying to do here? People except yeah. create a culture of yeah. fear and isolation and exile for anybody who makes a mistake um, yeah. or does harm, you know, not to minimize the harm, but like we all do harm in certain ways. So I don't know, yo. I read a really um, useful and important article by Maryam Kaba, who does, you know, who's a really important elder doing um, prison abolition work and restorative and transformative justice work, uh, specifically on this issue. We should link it on the show yeah. notes because it's really, um, it's really amazing, and uh, you know, it's it really reckons with this, right? Like, what does it mean to? Uh, think like think about abolishing systems that harm us, including sexual, you know, th the ways that sexual assault and harm are systemically held up, and also not put people, um, not in our trying to seek accountability, not put people in further harmful systems like the prison industrial complex, right? Right. Um, so, uh, it's, it's really, really cool to, to read yeah. about that and to know that there's, there are people that are, and have been, right. This isn't new that have been thinking no. really hard about what different paths might be, even though when you look at all of the bazillion think pieces, it's, it's just like, it's as if people have zero imagination and there's no other way to do things other than exile or prison or, um, you know, these really punitive systems, which is how yeah. we have decided like, that accountability works in yeah, America in the 20th and 21st century. Yeah. Yeah. Blacklist someone and that's going to solve anything, you know, yeah. it's not going to stop them from necessarily doing harm again. And it's definitely not going to, the, I mean, the, the, the fundamental thing is like, do we believe that there are just a set of bad people out there that have to be exiled and then we'll all be safe? Like we actually believe that. Cause I don't believe that. You know? No, and I, I think that that also makes lets people off, and we we let each other off because we're all capable of committing harm, right? So and if you have. think that there's some fundamentally bad people and that you're not one of them, then that means that you're not taking accountability for the ways that you can you and can have harm. and probably will perpetuate harm against others, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I'll, I'm going to link also in the show notes. I did an interview with Mia Mingus, who's a transformative justice activist, kind of in response to me too, and just asking some of these questions. And she does work around um, ending child sexual abuse. So really talking about really serious um, examples of harm in a really just like tricky um, area in which to work, but trying to find solutions to these types of harm that don't create more harm by exiling or isolating people or you know, putting them in prison, which just is a system that creates incredible amounts of harm. So, whoo, we just got a little like political there. We don't usually I do know. that. I know. It just I, went really deep, to. but that's where I Evie Queen takes you, right? I know. I know. And it's yeah, like, consent is a great place to start for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this song is from 2005, y'all. Evie, Evie Queen tried to tell you 13 years ago, <laughs> pull it together. Yep. Yep. Thanks for bringing this back because it's such a good one. Definitely. Also, I really just want to mention that Evie Queen has a new song, or new-ish, from November um, called No Pueden Pararme, sort of hopping on this Latin trap trend. And, uh, you know, I like Latin trap, and the song is actually kind of hot, but I just, let's just say I'm hopeful for reggaeton Evie to make a comeback. I so know. go listen to her new song, go support 
Yeah. And keep your fingers crossed for Reggaeton Evie to come back. I know. <laughs> that would be amazing. And now she's like a mom and all this shit, so who knows what she's she would be doing. She's a badass. I know. Well, right, it's hard to follow. It's hard to follow Evie Queen, <laughs> but I'm going to try. So this song is called Si Tu Marido, and it's by Aria Tres. Que otro hombre te seduca Aquí me tienes al lado Yo sé que por dentro duele Pero va a tener que aceptarlo Si tu marido te pregunta Tú solo debes ocultarlo Él tiene otras mujeres Y tú solita esperando Que otro hombre te seduca Aquí me tienes al lado Yo sé que por dentro duele Pero va a tener Pero va a tener que aceptar que tú eres para mí Que ya no aguantas más ni un segundo sin mí Que yo te hago el amor y te sientes feliz Y cuando estás con él tú piensas en mí Me llama cuando quiera que la calentura yo voy a bajarte Entrégate completa que ya voy a excitarte Entrégate completa que ya voy a calentarte Entrégate completa que ya voy a excitarte lot of fun on some really fire perreo playlists on spotify um there's a bunch so i i suggest yeah you just search perreo um i couldn't actually find the specific one that i got a lot of songs from sadly but there's a bunch of them and they just take you back through a lots of really great reggaeton and this song i discovered through the one of those playlists um it's not a song that i was familiar with but it um got me that same feeling just wanting to be on the dance floor and I think, you know, Dembo is a big part of that, right? It's like when that beat drops, then you're just like ready to go low and, yeah. and dance it out. Um, so this one is just another one of those songs. I didn't so find a ton about... This? Yeah, have you heard of them? No. No. They are some Chilean dudes. That's pretty much all I could oh, figure out. interesting. Which is cool, right? You don't... I have heard almost nothing about reggaeton or even, you know, musica urbana, which is like kind of how they categorize themselves from Chile. Yeah, I mean, there's Tomasa del Real. There's right, sort right. of alternative. Right. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're in Santiago. So okay. this song is from, yeah, this song is from 2015, but they actually just released a new single a couple weeks ago called Traicionera. So they're doing their thing, but yeah, I couldn't find a ton about them. But it's just, I was just looking for that feeling, like listening through music, like looking yeah. for that feeling of wanting to dance. And this was and that. this one, it was the feeling. Yeah, it brought it up for me. Did you get a chance to listen, Vera? Oh, yeah, I did. I could see it. Mm-hmm. And like the lyrics are about, you know, cheating and all the, you know, typical, like kind of one of the many themes in reggaeton songs, you know, about she's he's talking to like the woman who's cheating on her husband with him yeah kind of has a cheating husband uh-huh. like why are you just waiting for somebody else to come along i'm yep. right here yeah cheat with me yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. all sorts of engaño as always in these songs <laughs> absolutely um but yeah they're a trio and they're from chile so all right I'll keep them on my radar yeah we're gonna have to eat do what's next Vito. So I decided to just bring full-on classics mm-hmm. to this episode yes. because Thank that's that. just what I needed to bring. And the next song that I have is by a person who 
I really love is a total legend. This is Tego Calderon, and the song is called Paquete Tengo calderón pa' que retose, vuelo a nuevo, me siento al día en la mía, mami. Y ando bien perfumado y la paca por si no fían sin misterio. Llénense de placer, que se acaba el mundo y no vine pa' perder. Apaguen los celulares, reportense a sus hogares y si que sí que vamos a hacer maldades. Muevan su pupo, cuando yo les tire mi susto, en la cintura traigo mi tuntu, mami yo quiero. Agarrate por el pelo, mientras te tiro mi lenguaje obsceno, yo soy el más que que tu cuerpo aplaste con esta bambúa siempre hago desastre no te me desguille que tú sabes que yo hago que brille soy el number one nada más monstruo que los de thriller esto es para ustedes pa' que se lo gocen pa' que se lo gocen pa' que se lo rocen oye esto es para ustedes pa' que se lo gocen pa' que se lo gocen pa' que se lo rocen oye vamos morena culipandesa batea cachea pero que también pichea la golfea esa si no fantasmea oye mi canción y como Love it. So good. Yes, I mean, so good. Such a classic. Thego oh. is such, such a oh. legend. I uh, I just really can't say enough about Thego. I think he's amazing. I think his flow is incredible. I think he's mm -hmm. creative and mm -hmm. really incisive with reggaeton in a way that a lot of artists of his time um, that really hit the big time weren't. They just weren't on the same level. Like, Thego's a whole different level. Have we brought um, him before? We have brought him before. Yeah, I thought yes. so. Yeah. Um, and this song, it's not about Perreo itself, but, you know, once you get consent, once you get it together, <laughs> yeah. it's really about the, uh, the good things that a good Perreo could lead to. Mm -hmm. um, or, or just about, like, so, like, a sexy time Perreo, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so besides Tego's legendary flow, which I think is really on display in this song, there's a couple of things in the lyrics that I really appreciate. First of all, a real appreciation for sluts. La más puta son las más finas, is what he says. Uh. And for that, Tego, I thank you. Wow. <laughs> nice. Nice. So good. So good. And also, he's promoting safer sex, yeah. right? He's like, digan lo que digan, vamos a gozarnos la vida, pero like, tampoco a lo loco, right? Mm. Use protection, y'all. So <laughs> he's, he's being like, you're really going to regret it if you, get, you know, like, we're in Capuchao later, right. you know? So, right. Um, so it's, it's just, it's really perfect on yeah. so many levels, this song. And it really gets you on the dance floor. If you mm -hmm. heard this... Totally. Just tell me you wouldn't be I running mean, to it. No, 100%. I'm like sitting at my dining room table being like, mm -hmm, listening. So, yeah, there's just no way. There's, I feel that there's no way to sit still when this is on. Mm -hmm. And where is Tego and from? Tego's Puerto Rican. Yeah, and one thing that I think is super important about him is that from Jump, always, he's been super proud of being black. Mm -hmm. And he's made music specifically from that starting point, right? So he right. has been really outspoken since forever, right? Uh, that that he, like he's starting with a black beat. And that mm -hmm. that is what his, like, the, the legacy of his music and the legacy of reggaeton 
And I just wanted to bring that up because I think that right now, like Afro Latinx people are having a moment and people are mm. like, oh, Afro Latinx people exist. And it's like, mm. Afro Latinx people have been here. Afro Latinx people have been like loud and, and proud and doing their thing. And Tego is just one in a long line of, of folks um, in, in music who has been super um, proud of, of his um, Afro descendencia. And I really, it's it's just one one more thing about him that I love. Yeah, so important. Is he still doing the thing? Yeah. So a few years ago in 2015, um, there was El Que Sabe Sabe, which I was so excited about new uh, Tego material. Mm-hmm. But there hasn't been anything since then. But I'm always crossing my fingers for Tego. I think that he's. I feel like he's still out there doing his thing and. Hopefully there'll be new stuff coming from him soon because I would be very excited for it. I remember Jasmine Garst talked to us about interviewing him, I think, on Latino USA. Not Latino, sorry. Alt Latino. I remember her talking about that a couple years ago. Yeah. Such a classic. Such Just a classic. very good. Yep. That's goals. Thank you. Maybe for one that. day we'll catch up with Tego for Radio Manea. Oh my God. Wow. I would die. Definitely goals. <laughs> Definitely goals. <laughs> well, thank you for All right. this one back. What is next? So our last song, my last song, is Keva by Alex Sensation y Osuna. Tú te la pasa de aquí para allá. Yo me la paso de allá para acá. Diciendo que no nos queremos más. Diciendo que nos olvidamos. De aquí para allá, yo me la paso de allá para acá. Que paso el labio, yo no vuelvo más. Tú me dices que no me deseas más. Que va, que va, que va, que va, que va. Que vaina que ya no te tengo, pero no te quiero buscar. Que va, que va, que va, que va, que va. Que vaina que ya no te tengo, pero no te quiero buscar. Bebé, ¿qué fue? Sé que te esperando que te busque, pero yo no soy más como tú te crees. Viene otra igual la quiero, no creas que por tu amor yo me muero. Que hago el mundo por si algún día la veo. Claro, baby, yo sé que te tuviste para mí, pero confíate en que mi corazón era para ti. Yo solo decidí olvidarte, pero te juro que si tú me llamas algo corriendo para ahogarme en tus besos. So this one has like a sweeter, softer, kind of more pop sound. But I don't think that means that you can't react to it, you know? You just kind of do yeah, it. Yeah, like you a, could just do like a little slower, slower version of it. Yeah, like a more like romantico. Grind. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And also um, it's got my bae Osuna. I know, Osuna. He's just <laughs> on. I mean, this is not a new song. This is from, I think this was in 2017. So not super old. But, but yeah, Osuna, we've been hyping him a lot lately on this podcast. Um, we have. But, Pero Vero, are you familiar with Alex Sensation? I mean, I've heard this song. I know this yeah, song. This and I know the name Alex Sensation. Yeah. But so I actually, don't really know much about him at all. Well, I think you'll remember. He's the star, one of the star DJs at La Mega. Oh, he is. Yeah. 97.9 in New York City, which is a great um, kind of like Caribbean-focused radio station in New York City that I know Beto appreciates and that it's, I used to listen to yeah, when I lived absolutely. there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, he's kind of one of the, he was like one of their top DJs. And so yeah, he got his career started as a DJ. He's from okay. Colombia, came to the US at six. Um, and then it was not until 2016 where he got the opportunity to make some of his own music. But he still DJs at um, La Mega, as far as I can tell. 11 All to right. 3. Lunes I don't Viernes. really pay attention to who the DJs I are know. on La Mega. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's just the voice of it. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the, the radio DJ is a lost art. Ever since Clear Channel took over all the radio stations, I think that I'm less uh, interested in the actual DJs, you know? They don't have as much control. They don't have as much control. And also, like, a DJ used to be a real personality. And they used to really shape their shows and really yeah. were curators, right? Like, back then, there wasn't the internet. You just yeah. depended on Radio. somebody with, like, really cool taste and, like, a, right. like a good ear for stuff right. to right. find your stuff. And there were so many little radio stations. And there's, uh, you know, there's... Yeah, there's a, 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 it's just a different vibe around it. And there's a talent around it. I feel like now it's just messy. Well, and I, mean, I, I feel like yeah. they start they start songs and they stop songs. And I feel like it's like not like a good transition. And there's just like a pa 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 like, like an air mm. horn. It's like, okay. Mm. <laughs> you know, so it's just yeah. like, I'm not paying as much attention to it. It's a different game. It. Yeah, it's a different game. Yeah. I know they don't get Slash as much control. It. I wasn't really around and listening to cool music before Clear Channel took over, but this is just like a romanticized idea of a of DJ what? that I have DJs. from a time that I didn't really, <laughs> really yeah. take advantage of. Or, I know, I never know. listened to the radio in those times, but I mean, I, I listened to the, the station in DC, El Sol, and I, yeah, I do think that they, I don't get the sense they get a lot of say on the music and they don't really even talk about the music as much, but mm-hmm. there is a lot of personality in the sort of banter and... Um, yeah. just kind of the, the talk and what they do offer. But I don't, yeah, I don't, I've not heard Alex sensation, but this, I mean, this is how he got his kind of big break was getting to be on La Mega. And now he like travels the country DJing, um, at clubs and stuff like that. So he's doing his thing. Um, but yeah, I liked bringing this song. Yeah, it's a good one. Well, that's our episode for today, y'all. I hope that you... A, did some perreo, or B, mm-hmm. are going mm-hmm. to find a place where it's appropriate for you to do some perreo in mm-hmm. the very near future. Yep, some consensual sex positive perreo. That's Nothing right, better. y'all. Nothing better than that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. As always, all our details for the songs are on radiomania.com. There's a link in the show notes to uh, the notes for this specific episode. Yep. And um, if you haven't followed us on social media, we're at Radio Manea on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And, of course, if you have not reviewed us before on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, please do so. We've gotten some really sweet mm-hmm. reviews lately. We have. Gracias. Thank you service. so much. Mm-hmm. We love them. Yeah. In the last couple of months, y'all have been really fire with your reviews, so thank you. Um, if you haven't done so, please review us and um, follow us. Subscribe to our Subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen so that yep. you get an update of new episodes right when they come out. And if you didn't listen to our last episode we released last week, it's a, a little meneito for you about some badass Dominican 
Mujeres. So make sure to take a listen to that if you haven't already. That's right. Thank you so, so much for listening. Y hasta la próxima. Ciao. Ooh.